0: sticker on your shit. No, not, it doesn't work right. It looks distorted. Front. You're distorted. Then it looks like a jackass.
3: Hey,
1: is it a
0: we, mule or a jackass?
3: Is there is a difference? It's cute baby.
2: There is differences. I'm not going to claim to know what. You Didn't you have mule pets? Mule is a cross of a horse and a donkey. So we, no, we didn't have mules. We had donkeys.
0: Well, then what's a jackass? <laughs> Dricker. <Writer>. Dricker. <laughs> hey there. That was uncalled hey for there, everybody. Hi. He Hi. just beat apologize. me to it. That's fine. I knew someone writer. was
2: going to say it. <laughs> yeah, sorry about Let that. Let it just, be you just, someone you just else. Stepped in the middle of a huge family fight. Yep, yep
1: we're, we're on the brink of I'm breakup. I'm angry guys. now.
2: All, all from Sticker Mule. Sticker. Welcome we back to Sticker
3: mule. <laughs> <laughs> mule. Sticker Mule. Sticker mule. mule. That's a different company. They make <laughs> we, underground no, stickers. No, we wanted a Sticker Mule because Sticker Mule has.
2: If anybody's not aware, you have to look up their stickers. Yeah. They got the cutest little mascot.
0: He's yeah. got a little boink and, face. And I like, know, just we were, so you know, this isn't a commercial for Sticker Mule. No. We were just playing with stickers. No, it's yeah. well, It's a
3: free shout out because we just happen to be talking about them. Yeah,
0: because we happen to like yeah. their their little logo guy.
3: You know what else we like? What? This what? week's guest.
0: What? We're not. This head's talking. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, we yeah. do still like this week's she's guest. She's not wrong though. Yeah, yeah. she's not wrong. <laughs> Fine,
3: <laughs> I won't tell them anything then.
0: Welcome to heads. They talking. already
3: Look, heard. I the don't guest. know what's going on. All right.
0: Here, just just stick with me here. All right, hey, here we go. Stickers, oh. stick with the oh. uh, <laughs> segue. This. Wow. This week's. uh article comes from a guest or an article it's an article it comes from cnbc and it was written on march 4th and the headline is hoka made a running shoe so big you can't even drive in it all right you ready yes it's huge dude i'm so ready for this well if it's huge enough you you could drive it no you know anyway running (laughs) brand hoka (laughs) is releasing the biggest shoe in the marketplace on thursday the shoe's so big you can't even drive in it the hoka one run one one pronounced one one tenny pronounced tenny is designed to make downhill running easier and faster the hoka one, one tenny will be available in select stores and online beginning on thursday at a cost of $250 quote for a pair or per shoe it has a really unique ride hoka president wendy yang told cnbc the tending provides greater ground contact area. It improves stability and grip, and the geometry is designed to manage the impact differently. Hoka, a French company created in 2009, was bought by Deckers in 2013. Since then, the brand has gained popularity by runners and today is the third best-selling running shoe brand behind Brooks and New Balance. It weigh, The shoe weighs 12.7 ounces with a height A heel height of 33 millimeters. Jesus Christ. Hoka says the shoe is the biggest on the marketplace. Designed as specialized equipment for running. It compares the shoe to ski boots or cycle shoes and says using the product for anything other than running may impair balance and dexterity. The shoes even come with a warning label when you buy them. Advising customers not to drive or climb stairs in them. Hang on a second. (laughs) Hoka has seen rapid growth in physical locations and online. In the last year, the brand's net sales for the one-one grew more than 60% to $93.1 Blah, blah, blah. Blue, blue, blue. The brand is also gaining in popularity among younger shoppers, because young people love big shoes for some reason, largely because it has signed partnerships with trendy and -and up-and-coming retailers like Engineered Garments and Outdoor Voices to get its products in front of millennials. Kanye West gave the brand some high-profile buzz in the spring. The Adidas-sponsored singer and songwriter was seen wearing a pair of the $230 HOKA 1-1 Tour Ultra High 2 waterproof boots. Wait, Kanye was wearing them?
1: All right, I'm going to go buy them. Yep.
0: I believe the future for HOKA is bright as they extend themselves beyond pure running, says Matt Powell. I'm going to skip ahead. Downhill running is a legitimate activity. Well, yeah, if you're being chased and you're going downhill... But it's very narrow in comparison to the larger road running activity. Uh, all right. Wow. They actually, they actually look cool. I just had to see what this
2: looked like. I just have a really big sole and like heel. I, I was expecting it to be like a wider footprint. Like Get it? Footprint? Like some of those Nike ones I, you see, those running ones, they're like kind of... they. Yeah, I was like imagining paddle out. shoes. Like look at marshmallow. Look
1: at the back Ew. of its
0: oh, wow. like oh, yeah. it. Looks like a, oh yeah. Okay, snowshoe. I got the I hate wrong it. One pulled
2: up. Uh, okay, that does look weird. Those I, these these look okay. Again. They just have nobody really...
0: can see them, Ew. so we have to. So Mel, so, explain what it looks like. Yeah, so look it up. It
3: looks like a sock, and then it looks like you stepped in something like imagine <laughs> <and> sloppy. <laughs> it does. A sock on top of like. And I don't even imagine don't if know your shoes. Imagine like.
1: if your running shoes had a big bubble butt. That's what <laughs> yeah, the yeah. shoe looked like. Got
2: stuck on the ground and drug like uh huh. A foot.
0: What's what's her name with the big bubble butt? There's a lot a of them. We're the talking bubble Kim bubble Kardashian. Kardashian. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's it's a Kim Kardashian oh. shoe. Okay.
3: Maybe that's why Kanye likes him. That's probably
0: so, why Kanye likes them. Mm-hmm. So one of the first indicators to me that I was getting older was going to buy shoes uh, maybe 10 or 15 years ago. And walking into the shoe store and being like, what the fuck happened to shoes?
3: <laughs> the fact that you're calling it a shoe store right there. Right? They are well, what clean. else do well, like, you call here's it?
2: Another ho- ho- the Speed Goat. Hawk, Hawk, <laughs> ho- ho- Hoka, Hoka. Let Hoka, me see. One, one. Yeah, it's, go. Ine, it's,
1: one, it's one. Another very tall shoe. Those are actually kind of cool It's like again. someone went running in platform shoes and was like, "This is dope, dude." Uh, but we it, should sell this. It, shoes is a huge
0: thing. But something yeah. happened. I mean, it, something happened many years back. Maybe, like I said, about 15 years ago, shoes started looking like space shoes, like
3: like ski yeah, boots. They,
2: yeah, they started trying to make them look space age, and and, and all the neon colors yeah. came back from the 80s. Mel every neon plus new neons,
0: it. And if you're older, I couldn't like I can't pull that off. I I personally, Aaron, can't fucking pull that off. Well, I,
1: I can't pull that off. I yeah. don't wear. I can't wear bright, sunshiny
0: shoes. No, no, I can.
3: Yeah, Apple no. can. You can. <laughs> yeah,
0: and it is. It's a big deal. Look at like John from the Higgs. Yeah, he loves his shoes. Dude, people love their uh, shoes. Mahali. Another one loves yeah. loves his jays like, I, I I just I don't know how you do it, man. I I feel I would feel so self conscious with.
3: That's the, why you can't pull it off. You, it's not because yeah, the you, shoe looks it's weird. You. It's because you are feel looking awkward, like, look like
0: audition shoulders. Y-
3: yes, like audition and I don't care shoulders. what they look like. If they're
2: comfortable, that's the thing. If they're comfortable, then i don't care
1: i'd just rather have some normal shoes
0: but spe- and, and it's, it's hard to find not, them
2: speaking of not comfortable this you is go go what's un- unrelated but it's a shoe the other day that i realized that there's a hole in the bottom of my nice shoes that i wear and rain can get in them i've worn the tread out there's like three big so holes a- in so adrian was like adrian's like i got a pair of crocs in a bag here you hell can- yeah crocs are so un- they're so unusual and, oh, and really do you know weird. how comfortable they probably are dude they're not
3: Oh really? No. I tried them on
2: because they're like plastic. Like, if you get the yeah. nice one, like there's nicer ones that are like cloth and like breathe. Do you remember those? The plastic. They look like freaking like Dutch clogging shoes they, made out of plastic. Those just
1: like solid plastic like shoes yeah. that you would get for like two-year-olds. They just made those Are you big. talking about jellies? Yeah, the jellies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, but those are for adults now.
0: I, I have been around Crocs. For most of my working life, because working in operating rooms, everybody wore Crocs in the operating room. I I guess that's when they're very sanitary. Because they're super comfortable. And you
2: can clean them easily.
1: I've only had one pair of Crocs in my life and they were not comfortable.
0: You got the wrong ones, man. I guess so. Maybe I'll try again. Everybody wore them in the operating room. And I could never, again, never could pull it off. I was always Doc Martens in the operating room couldn't couldn't do the croc thing but columbia sells normal it's students, super so fucking hard shoes. for me to go that's why i buy vans every time i go buy shoes because i go oh, i'm gonna do something yeah, that's different. true you do have like a couple a shoes you like yeah <laughs> and i go in and I, I look at the wall stand there for 40 minutes going nope couldn't couldn't wear those nope those look like marty mcfly is going to inflate them <laughs> Nope, can't he will. have those. But how cool would that be if Marty McFly came into your
1: work one day and <laughs> I was like, I'm oh, here, I'm going to inflate your, your shoes for you. No, just go to Columbia. They got really nice, really comfy, good shoes. They're just expensive.
0: Yeah, man, it, that's the other thing. Like,
3: There's people that are like cardinal people, meaning like they don't sway, like it is what it is. And then there's mutable. And people, then there's like, you know, those people, if you're mutable, you can kind of do one thing. Like you don't nothing's going to hold you down no style's going to determine what you're like i'll wear sneakers i'll wear high heels i'll wear hiking boots i'll wear crocs flip flops like it doesn't matter but there's certain people that have a a style that won't allow them to s- swing outside of can't go out certain, that box yeah or that, yeah like that's that. like no i like my j crew pants and my blazers that's my thing i love that which is rad that's they're like a that's yeah. a, a thing and these
2: colors are for this season and the oh yeah
3: <laughs> like like bernie would be that kind of a person yeah. Well, with, with, running, you know? with running you're shoes that kind of too. a person
2: i get it too. like i mean like with running shoes and workout shoes and everything i don't see what the fuck it matters they look like because they're served, they usually serve, those are like engineered to serve a purpose. Because a lot of running shoes, a lot of sports shoes, period, look fucking ridiculous, Hell look yeah. funny,
0: but they serve a purpose. Even the running shoes that I have right now, they look fucking ridiculous. But yeah. you know what? They're awesome. Yeah, exa-
2: exactly. They're comfortable. They're made to make your feet not feel busted up. And, yeah. Besides running but is a funny activity. Anybody running is just kind of a funny thing. It makes me laugh. I Look at him run. <laughs> no. I don't get why you can't drive in those shoes, though. Because of the heel. The heel sticks out so far, you can't heel, tip your foot back. That heel would be touching the ground. You'd be like on a pivot. It'd be touching your floorboard. Yeah, you, you,
0: couldn't, you couldn't, I can't explain it so that they could see I'm... I'm Tilting my hand backwards, yeah. you can't do that. With I guess on. yeah, it would be hard to pull your foot back. You'd have to like let me when we're done with your this, foot up we'll, and step on the gas. We'll toe ta- will take a <laughs> two by four, you and toe like the pedal, it to
2: the bottom of your boot, and like sticking out. But four when did four when, inches when did it happen? When, it.
0: when when. Did the crossover occur to where shoes were normal, and then all of a sudden they looked like? I think shoes have always been weird because you look
1: back in the eighties, pastel colored 80s shoes. Yes, well, colors,
2: colors, yeah. But the 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 more,
1: oh, that just that just comes with the manufacturing process. Like it's easier to manufacture different kinds of shoes.
0: Dude, I saw. I went. Especially, I was stuck at the fucking mall for two and a half hours not too long ago waiting for my phone and I went and into the Foot Locker, foot locker or, something. or something like that. And they have shoes now that are like braided. It, it it's thick strips of leather that are like braided together and they're all different colors, so it looks like somebody made one of those friendship bracelets, but it's actually a shoe.
1: My uh my friend that I met in Israel, he his company builds 3D printers to rent to people, and he rents rented some to Nike, and they're 3D printing like the bottom of these shoes now, where it's like it looks space age, but it's like interwoven things of of like malleable but sturdy plastic, and it he like they're so light.
2: They so totally engineer,
0: a and whole they just they puff, but they're soul.
1: sturdy. It's the most amazing shoe I've ever seen. Like it,
0: shoes, shoes are a thing. With people like with guys, anyway, now like watches, like it's a thing that people collect. It's a status symbol. Yeah, it's a in their collectors' items too. Like the new Jordans come out and everybody gets them, or the you yeah
2: Artie that I work with, like the yeah well up here too because of Nike being up here, they have big releases and stuff and. <sighs> Yeah, they're coveted. They only made... It's like... Well, it's like posters, any collectible. They only make so many of certain things. Mm-hmm. I like that, though, because there's a story like the Nikes. There's only so many releases. And it's like, like even... Movie stars and sports players Can't get their hands on them It's like a coveted item to everybody
1: And then it becomes like I kind of like it Because then it becomes like A a social thing at the drops Like all the people Who are really stoked about it Go to these things And talk to each other And meet up Like it's It's pretty That's a trip Pretty rad
0: People will go Line up Overnight And wait for a shoe release Like a movie Or a phone Fuck it's weird man it's, we're in i'm in another world. All right, we're going we're going to continue on. We got one more. This is from The Motley Fool.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> forget cannabis. Psychedelic medicine is the better investing oppor- opportunity. All right, you ready? Hold on. I, I just forgot cannabis. It's right. good It'll be hard.
1: Don't forget cannabis. That's your whole job. Don't forget cannabis.
0: <laughs> Investors should keep an eye out for these potential IPOs in psychedelic medicine. See, don't say that heads talking has never given you financial advice. Here we go. The global march towards cannabis legalization has seemingly awoken another long dormant area of scientific interest, psychedelics as medicine. While the idea of using LSD, MDMA, and psilocybin, the main hallucinogenic compound in magic mushrooms, just in case you out there didn't know what psilocybin was, that's what it is, to treat mental health disorders is far from a trailblazing concept. This whole area of research has been off-limits for the better part of the last 50 years. Then, something strange happened. In 2018, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration granted breakthrough therapy designation, which is BTD, to Compass Pathways, psilocybin therapy for treatment-resistant depression. A few months later, the agency awarded BTD for USONA Institute's psilocybin therapy for major depressive disorder. In lockstep, with the FDA's more open-minded approach towards psychedelic medicine, Denver, Oakland, and Santa Cruz all decided to decriminalize magic mushrooms. Hundreds of other U.S. cities are reportedly considering similar measurements at the moment. So this is the dawn of a new era in psychedelic medicine. This renewed interest in psychedelics is being sparked by a pair of seemingly unrelated events. First up, cannabis has now been scientifically validated as a treatment for two severe forms of childhood epilepsy. More on this in a moment. These pioneering efforts with cannabis as medicine, in turn, have inspired researchers to take a second look at other controversial compounds like psilocybin. The second driver is Johnson & Johnson. It's groundbreaking work with the ketamine-derived medicine Spavarto. That sounds
1: weird. They got to make them sound like like magic spells for some reason. Spavarto. Spavarto.
0: In March, approved Spavardo for treatment-resistant depression. This landmark approval is unique in that ketamine is well-known to have hallucinogenic properties as well as a long history as a party drug. What's important to understand is that a paradigm shift is starting to take place within the Western medical community. In effect, scientists are increasingly intrigued by the therapeutic potential of psychedelics as treatments for the whole range of mental health disorders, psychedelic medicine, thus, has the potential to be a gold mine for early investors. Shroom stocks may be a far better bet than cannabis. Psychedelic medicine offers investors several key advantages over legal cannabis. First and foremost, there will be considerably less competition in this emerging space, thanks to the stringent scientific, logistical, and regulatory barriers involved. Keeping with this theme, J.J. Spavardo, which is Johnson & Johnson, has to be administered under the direct supervision of a healthcare provider. All psychedelic therapies are likely to be administered in the same manner. That's a level of administrative control that simply doesn't exist for medical cannabis. In addition, psychedelic therapies will probably sport markedly stronger intellectual property rights than most medical cannabis products. This built-in economic moat should translate into steady levels of growth for the industry, a key feature that is currently lacking in the legal cannabis space because of the lack of viable competitive moat. So, what's the risk? Any approved medicines will have to be rescheduled by the DEA. And right now, almost all psychedelics are listed as Schedule One drugs, meaning they currently have no accepted medical use and are considered to have a high potential for abuse. All right. So we're that's that's as far as we're going with that. I okay. First off, I. Don't know if I agree with what they said about it being safer to put your money into than cannabis. Because there's a lot of potential for shit to go south, too. Where cannabis, people just smoke it. Pretty much everybody knows how they're going to react when they smoke weed, you know? Yeah, yeah but there's a not true. Not, it's not as dangerous. No, as
1: it's not dangerous. But also, but like,
2: most of these
0: psychedelic drugs
1: aren't going to be anywhere near as dangerous as all of the other pharmaceuticals and that's a good racket to get into yeah i don't think their personal risk is the issue i think it's more of the growth risk and once this takes off i have a feeling it's gonna take off pretty well because well
2: it's gonna be like cannabis too it's probably gonna take a while oh be yeah selling it at like mushroom dispensaries they're talking like clinical Oh, it's gonna only, it sounds like so they'll it only be, be administered by doctors on site. So check it out. Yeah, so okay. it's going to have built-in safety, unlike cannabis, where you just buy it like liquor and walk out the door. So
0: right now, it, you can walk into a dispensary and get cannabis in a lot of states in the United States, right? And that stuff is grown by growers. And there's checks and balances in place to, you know, test the batches and licensing and the state and all that. that. So once mushrooms, let's just take mushrooms are, let's just take mushrooms.
3: Uh, Once mushrooms are legal Sunday night,
0: how are they going to hire growers and who's going to come out of the closet and say, I'm a mushroom grower. I'll start giving my mushrooms to the doctor. I I don't know anybody that would do that.
1: I think it's going to be the the like schools and medical researchers at first that are growing them right now. That are going to grow them for pharmaceutical companies is what I'm assuming. Well, and what's the
2: government going to do? We got to wait and see that too. Because the government's not really speaking out. They They, have on cannabis; they've taken a back seat and been like each state can determine what they want to do, but they can still fucking do whatever they want to do at any moment. And that's
0: the that's the other thing that kind of weirds me out about the whole like legal psychedelic thing is and we're seeing it right now with cannabis once the government gets involved with the growing of the thing then they tend to fuck it up like they'll they take the soul out of it growing growing pot is a, a spiritual thing man there's a connection to the plant that, you know, you want to give them love so that the medicine will be good for the people that it goes to and and all that. And then you do it on a mass scale in a sterile clinical environment. It Sure, you can grow really good weed like that, but it's not the fucking same thing. The vibe it, is different.
2: You, what you can do is you can grow very safe <laughs> weed. What do you mean? Very uncontaminated, very regulated. Stri- like, strict guidelines is what those kind of grows do. Like, you guys see, and shout out to Antheo Farms. <laughs> you guys have seen what some people can do with, you know, like, they keep logs of the music they're playing and, like, give it, putting love into it and doing smaller batches. Yeah. The they w- always compromise.
1: The way I see it is, like, the people that, like, if they just 10, 15 years down the line completely decriminalize mushrooms. The people that are going to be taking these new psychedelic pharmaceutical drugs are people that are right now taking those terrible pharmaceutical drugs that are making them feel a little better, but also like ruining them internally. And the people that are now taking mushrooms are just going to be able to take mushrooms legally. So yeah. it'll it's going to be open access to more people. And the people who are currently doing it won't go to jail for it.
0: That's true. In, in, in Colorado right now, I just posted a thing on Instagram in our story today. All drugs are decriminalized. All of them. Everyth- wow. Everything is a misdemeanor in wow. Colorado. Now. I did not know that. You, I mean, if you have 10 pounds of cocaine, on I mean, you're yeah. fucking going to jail.
2: Or if you have drugs on you and you have a job, a federal job or you're on federal land or in a federal
0: park or Mm -hmm. anything federal. (laughs) Yeah. But in the state, if you get pulled over and you have cocaine in the car, you're not going to prison that day. Like, or mushrooms. Yeah. Even heroin. Like they've decriminalized everything. But my point back to what I was saying is I think it changes the medicine when you are growing it in a sterile commercial environment it does something to it as and something as uh do you know what the morphogenic field is
3: mm-hmm.
0: i think that psychedelics are way more responsive to that than other stuff it's vibratory field is faster or slower or whatever the case is it responds to people and environment and intention and um, love and all of it, music. I know for a fact that playing music for those things does something to them. So if if you're growing mushrooms in a giant warehouse with industrial humidifiers running or whatever they're gonna have going, and guys in bunny suits and that's it. Like, not that the medicine's not gonna work, but I really feel like it would be different. I I think that. Yeah, like he said,
2: it kind of takes the soul out of it. It's like having a baby or test tube baby. <laughs> like, yeah. Like genetically creating something and controlling and everything as to letting. And that's why sometimes like outdoor weed gets a bad rap, but it's I outdoor had, weed. I do means, not understand that. Yeah, Mother Nature
0: ain't going to hurt it. Mother Nature makes it better.
1: I just see it as a necessary evil. Because like what's the alternative? It just stays illegal and we go to jail no. court?
0: No, you have people that love doing it because they love doing it. Maybe.
1: Yeah, but you would have to tear down society to do you that. No, in in the, doing- the current climate, I I don't see that being the norm.
0: Well, the current climate Clim- is obviously changing. And most True.
1: people who
2: have been taking mushrooms up to this point. are going to do it no matter what the law yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. This is like for you know, for bring it to the forefront of being more acceptable, like cannabis, and letting people that have always been afraid to try to try it in an environment that's safe to them. Yeah,
0: and we were just creepy to us, but safe to them. Yeah, totally. And, and like we were talking about last week, I personally wouldn't want to go into a doctor's office. And lay on a couch with a sleep mask on, and have a couple of people sitting around a couch watching me trip. I just want, uh, but that and a lot of people wouldn't
2: want to come over our house
0: and take it and hang out in the yeah, basement, and you, listen
2: to Santana. <laughs> yeah, you trip on <laughs> They'd your. They want to be is, in a clinical, like, oh, I'm not comfortable with that. This would be I,
1: for like Mr. and Mrs. Smith, <laughs> who who've never done a, a psychedelic drug in their life, and they're like, hey, if you really want to help your head. We've got this new
2: thing and Read some articles and are interested yeah.
0: they, they got the latest copy of the Oregon Leaf And got interested Yeah, yeah. I, You said you'd do it huh Mel
1: What is a city without its music
0: The legacy of the
1: New York Philharmonic Is incredible Nearly two centuries of history That's a lot of music And a lot of stories
0: I was sitting on stage for the very first time Thinking I can't quite believe this is happening
1: Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the N.Y. Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts.
3: Um, in the clinical setting, yeah, I mean, it just depends. Yeah, I would, but if it was like too stark and too like, I don't know, it. W- I'd have to be like cool with it. I wouldn't just, I'm not the kind of person that'll just, no, I won't do it. Like, tell me about it. Let <laughs> me it. see the clinic. Yeah, hey, it be yeah let me see. God like, damn, that's a Or if I couch. was seeking it out, I want to make sure that, you know, they knew, that I felt like they were capable. Like, I was thinking about this today. Like, I don't just go to anybody for energy work or massage work for that matter, even if I know I need it. Like, I want to know who's gonna be working on me i learned a lot after our last trip to um i don't want to say where we went that resort oh, okay you know what i'm talking about i have no So idea. like, like you, oh I got yes a, yes yeah yes. i got a massage i and know
2: he, you'd want to meet your like provide I, I get that like you'd you want to meet like okay this is you know doctor whatever yeah. but like meet them but like Before, have a consultation to make sure you're comfortable with them. Yeah. Yeah, Because it was like some creepy deal. Like, yeah, we're going to dose you up. Just put on the mask. Or even the flip side of that. Well,
3: think about it. If they're getting, they want you to be there for like clinical studies too. So that's also an agreed upon thing. So they're going to like lay off as much as possible because they want to see naturally what you do. So you're just going to have them observing and maybe even, like, encouraging or whatever, but, I mean, it seemed like it would just be helpful. And Colin, shout out to Colin, he just um, posted that he had his first guided um, MDMA uh, therapy in a clinical setting. I don't know what that entailed, but he seemed to have gotten a lot out of it, and you never know.
0: No.
2: Uh, you I never know. know. Well, I think one thing I don't want to know, too, is, like, that provide.
3: Be I, I don't
2: I don't want you running my shit unless you've done it you know what I mean like yeah, like I, mean, I don't want a doctor that's just read things and done clinical trials like yeah pra- exactly like practicing but then, like you have a little bit of knowledge of what this actually feels like yourself to be able to understand
3: what about somebody that has a completely neutral like you haven't done it so you're not skewed by it That person, after he sees and observes something and he hasn't participated, he's not affected by what it has done to you. It changes you. So maybe afterwards, if he did it, it would be of more benefit than before. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because he would have a completely neutral and untainted uh, mindset when he went, you know.
0: But I think in order to help somebody deal with a difficult situation on psychedelics. I mean, just think about the times that you've had a not a bad trip, but a difficult time when you're tripping mm-hmm. to try and explain what's going on uh, to somebody yeah, is fucking next to impossible. Cause you're losing your shit in the first place. Language is broken down at that point.
3: It's like explaining a dream.
0: Yeah. And so if that person has never dreamt before, and they have no fucking clue. Well, that's, the,
3: that's well, I mean, you can liken it to that. You Whoa. can be like, it's like a dream scenario. And
1: also, I think the idea of like the clinical aspect of it is you wouldn't be giving someone so much that they lose their mind. Oh, they're giving them good doses. I mean, yeah, in clinical trials.
2: No, I mean, I'm they're, n- they're giving those people good doses. Well, and also, everybody's mind's different. Some that's people true. can take a tiny bit and freak out. That's true. And,
1: but as, I mean, I really want to go into. Psychological therapy That's what I would love to do with my life And as I think this is awesome I would yeah. love to do this That's
2: what Take everything away from it To me it's just awesome That it's being talked oh, about Oh yeah I would just love it's like Canada Like 10 years ago You know Cannabis was still Totally in the closet Like you were You know It was not looked at like it is And now to see more drugs That are from nature And that have benefits That's what's awesome about this Let's yeah. See where see what happens It's gonna be it's, it's exciting. I'm on the to fence to see what's what's happening.
0: I'm on the fence with it. Oh, totally. I, I'm. I'm. The part fence of me, is still being built. Well, so <laughs> yeah, there is no <laughs> fence yet. Well, yeah. what, what I mean is, I, I'm. Part of me is happy. I'm happy that the conversation's happening. Yeah. And that it's, people are talking about it, and it's, uh, being accepted as a, real, form of help. Yeah, for people therapy and but, an alternative to pharmaceuticals but on the flip side of that, psychedelics are in my life at least in the, what I think are, are a true form of magic. some some psychedelics are technology, some are conduits, some are, magical talismans that open the universe up and when you take something into the laboratory or you start placing monetary value on it and doing initial public offerings and making stocks for that goes goes against the the psychedelic thing it demystifies them to the point where it removes the soul from the thing and and it Something that in a world where there's not a lot of magic commonplace, where something like that exists, where you can one of the bits of tangible, tangible magic, magic that- in the world. So our society sees fit to make a public offering for that thing and start trading it on the stock market. And how can we make the most money? Is this our safest bet? Yeah. And that goes, like I mean, that goes back with
2: mushrooms, like the type, you know, it's not the type of thing you're supposed to sell. Uh, yeah. You're not it's supposed to. It's a fad.
3: It's going to go away. You think gonna, so? Yes, of course. Look, cannabis is already old news. And but now we're on to it's the it's not cycle. going away oh, anytime yeah, it soon. It's though. not going away. It just gets built upon. You know what I mean? Like no, then nobody talks about it. It's like fine. Like that's okay. become the norm. Yeah, like I, that's alcohol. I I, I that's nobody talk Nobody cares about yeah, that. You know, nobody it cares about away, tobacco. It becomes like the norm. Yeah, it's just it's. it's I could like Fifteen that minutes five, of fame.
2: Five years from and now I'll, or something, people will be doing it, and it won't be talked about. Yeah, because not for any other reason.
3: Exactly.
1: And also like.
2: What were those the called way, in Amsterdam? The truffles, truffles. And the, the, the smart, smart shops. smart shops. I could see that, like being smart shops. Mm-hmm.
1: The way, like the way psychedelics work, is even if the way I, I mean, I, I haven't taken any of these aftermarket, like, uh, new pharmaceutical ones, but like the medicine's gonna do what it does. Like, if you th- see it as like a source of magic, like that thing's going to tell you what it's going to tell you, regardless of how you go
0: into it. No, that's not true. That's that's, that's uh, Then that's, that's been fa- my That's experience. a false assumption because there's a thing called set and setting. The thing isn't just going to do it regardless of you and your intention. If I have a kid and I raise that kid in a laboratory and I, he's only talked to for informational purposes and fed through a hole in the wall, or I have a kid and I raise him in a house full of love and, and communication and acceptance and creativity. Those are going to be two completely different kids. Right? Yes. Same thing with psychedelics. If you grow a mushroom in a sterile room, it's like raising a kid in a laboratory. Well,
3: it should be sterile. Should be One clean. will have a
2: pop band. The other will have a jam
3: band. Yeah. No, no, yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it's I mean, like if we're if you
1: think that it's these drugs are connecting you to somewhere else it it's going to feel different but that source is going to be the same
0: I, I i that's my argument i don't know if i agree with that i i think that there's a lot to these things that we don't understand that is beyond human quantification or qualification that we yeah, there's a level. There's yet. a level of this that's the doctors way don't larger understand. than we even have a clue about, and disconnecting them from that creates a different medicine. Is my point. Then and that's why they said it. doctors and scientists don't know. Mm-hmm. We
2: don't know. Then wouldn't it be good to?
0: All I know is it's try better and than find pharmaceuticals. I, I I don't know. I think nature is pretty rad and knows what it's doing. Yeah. All I can like say that
2: I wish my mom would microdose mushrooms instead of taking freaking antidepressants and
0: do you think could, she you, would, could could you get her to? Probably. Yeah you do should you think it, do when you she think was it, hanging out here <laughs> probably <laughs> <laughs> who knows. Hey, Mom. I don't know
2: Mom Think about how much share. easier
1: it would be if you could get have her get a prescription for it though.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, that prescription, I don't think they should, that, like... That's uh, a
3: great point, right? Yeah.
2: But if, they, but if it was, like, still natural, like, pills, like, not something created in a lab through chemicals to mimic psilocybin. I I don't think that's a good thing. Yeah, that, I've actually... You already actually, have psilocybin ready to go.
0: I've talked to people that have taken Marinol, do you uh, know what that is? Yeah, the the synthetic marijuana it's synthetic pills pills that they make that are supposed It's it's THC, mm-hmm. but it's synthetic. It doesn't do the same thing that pot does. It I, fucks people up.
1: Yeah, I don't think synthetic psilocybin would be good, but like, uh, something like that uses the mush like if they had to use the mushroom into the medicine. Yeah, I. I I don't think it would be a, a terrible I would love thing. to see
0: it just like take the mushroom and fucking grind it up and put it in a gel cap and that's your prescription there you go. like we don't it doesn't need to be pressed in anything and like it's good enough the way it is and I feel like that's that, what may I've too. I've said this I've said this on the show before shit. too like I feel like that with weed too like all the rosins and diamonds and fucking dabs and Weed is already fucking Those good all, all by favors. itself, man. It's, it's like party
2: favors is how I look at that. I agree. I just think that's like is a, oh. a
1: good doorway to uh, exposing it to people who would never sure, yeah. let themselves. And that's do why I it said it I'm on
0: the place. fence. That, that's why I'm on the fence. Like half of my half of my head is like, fuck, yeah, let's start the conversation. Everybody. That well, same thing with like add the add norm, to.
2: like the norm getting on board with it. They like, part of me is like, cool. That takes the stigma off of it. Then again, mm-hmm. it's like kind of like the fucking stigma.
3: Well, know? now you're just, now or, you're oh,
2: just, oh, only those trippy people take that stuff. And it's like, <laughs> well,
1: uh... now you're just trying to keep it in
0: a club. <laughs> I've said that. Yeah. We yeah. like mm-hmm. when we got like that, when we got legalized, it, it kind of, when we got legalized it kind of ruined smoking weed for me, honestly, like, it was fun doing something illegal uh-huh. back in the day, like going behind somewhere and smoking was the, a joint. Yeah, like the oh, that taboo. was my least favorite part of it. The it was so total. totally oh, I hated it so much. And and like the potential to possibly get in trouble when you're smoking.
1: No, I get paranoid now, and it's legal. Yeah, well, when it was illegal, I was
0: losing. I couldn't smoke anywhere outside. I loved. I loved that. And then when yeah. it was gone, it was like, oh man, this is just like drinking a beer now, man. Fuck. Oh, well but you oh. know what it's progress all of it and if it's out there helping people i'm all for it i just I, the soul of it i just want to sure like know that the soul of the thing is gonna remain and that happens with everything i mean that's i mean it might like like especially like substance like
2: beer there's beer with no love in it there's beer with love there's fucking it, it, with everything food pasta you name it A flag There's flags that suck There's flags that <laughs> Everything has a cheap And a You know yep. There's the dollar store And there's Macy's And there's I mean everything it's, That's it's true gonna, man, It's gonna man. happen with it
0: So you'll have like The Like prescription Of like Bullshit mushrooms And then you'll have like Artisan killer, yeah, that's got some folklore behind it. It was grown on the last hill in the Himalayas by a monk that hadn't eaten for a thousand years. He had one pubic hair, yeah. All he did was grow mushrooms and bang a gong several times a day. That's a a good song. That is a good song. (laughs) Who did bang a gong, Apple? Come on, Uh, who's the original artist for bang a gong?
1: Bangy McGong.
0: Oh, I don't remember. T Rex was, was okay. I
2: was trying. I was trying to run the song through my head. I, I hope I'm right. <laughs> We're gonna get all these Sounds emails. And, I, yeah, let us. I know can't if say Aaron's no r- Please, people, when Aaron's wrong,
0: let us know. <laughs> send as many emails. <laughs> if I'm right, though, send them all the emails. Yeah, send also
1: send all the emails.
0: So, we, what did we learn this week? We learned your shoes are too big to drive and invest in psychedelics, huh? Yeah, those shoes are funky. Everybody look them up. Uh, That's what I was expecting. It's Hoka One One. I kept saying One One. It's One One. But it's O-N-E. So they're just trying to be all. You're pronouncing things like I do. Like they're spelled in English. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We'll we'll go with that. One One. Um, Isn't it a Swiss place? Hoka Mm -hmm. One One. I thought it was Japanese when they said One One. So it's French. French. That's what it was. All right. Well, there you have it. There you have it. So go do something with it. Yerba mate. Oh, God. Yerba. So we were driving to Eugene, and uh, we stopped at a gas station to get get some uh, supplies for the road. And we, me and Apple, walked into the gas station to get a drink. And he's like, "Oh, look at this, yerba mate." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> hey man, that's that's yerba mate." He's like, nope, no, it's not. It's if spelled M A T E. It's mate, but
1: but latte is also
0: spelled like that. Yeah, you mean a late? Uh, <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
1: go order a late from from Starbucks. I'll go with you.
0: <laughs> we love you guys. Take care of each other, and we will be love, out Monica. tomorrow with a new episode with our friend Andy Frasco. And get ready because it's gonna get it. heavy. And we'll see you soon. We love you. Love you. Safety third. Bye bye. Hydrate.
3: Well, hey, friends, my name is Zach Lupatin. You may know me from the band Dust Bowl Revival, but I also host a music discovery podcast called The Show on the Road. For the last five seasons, I've been able to dive deep and have intimate chats with folks like The Lumineers, Andy DeFranco, Wolf Peck, Keb Moe, Lake Street Dive, Bela Fleck, and more.